0: Hello and welcome to Scattered Out for Thoughts. My name is Ron, Mann. I'm here with Corbin. Yo! And also Joshua. Ooh. And it's the Halloween special, spectacular, <laughs> whatever the fuck this is.
1: Ooh. Ooh. And, uh,
0: well, no matter how special it is, I think we can only start it one way. And that is with the uh, mm-hmm. happies and crappies. And well, but, I, I think I could go first for that. That's scary. Go but ahead. But scary. Yeah, mine is so scary, dude. Right. My happies is that uh, I played uh, a new game. <laughs> I played a game called The Outer oh. Worlds. It's by Obsidian, the same people who made Fallout New Vegas. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's, the that's good, good thing I can say about it is that it's a it's a pretty it's a really good game. Actually, I give oh. it like a eight out of ten. The scary part is if you were hoping for another Fallout, uh, keep looking. Why would <laughs> you want another Fallout, though? This isn't this isn't another Fallout. <laughs> it's it's too different. It's very uh, sort of linearish, like fake, op- like open, but not open world. Um, it's okay. it's not another Fallout. It, oh. it definitely isn't. It has a lot of influence from Fallout New Vegas. That's obvious, but I mean, it is a Western RPG, but it's not fallout and yeah, and my crappy, I guess would be that, uh, I don't know. I guess my crappy actually this month for back in like the video game where I actually know my crappy is that I was looking forward to psychopath season three this season in anime. And Mm -hmm. then I realized that it only had eight episodes listed. So it's not started yet. Uh. And it won't start for like another (laughs) two or three weeks. (laughs) So just sitting here being like, okay, like, I guess I'll just wait. Also, I've been watching a lot of scary game, like, like playthroughs from YouTubers and the like. And, uh, Mm -hmm. man, I love watching them. But I I will never play an actual horror. I played like Amnesia, right? I didn't even Dude. see a monster.
2: Uh, like as yeah, soon like at some point, I was, I was like, was too anxious.
0: like I was so anxious about there being a monster once it was mentioned that I just was like, okay, I'm done. I don't care. Like I I'm not gonna be this game. <laughs> <great." laughs>
3: I beat it. It's it, I love that game. I need to play that again.
2: I I uh, started. Uh, the first Silent Hill with my sister. We just haven't come back to it yet. Mm. Playing
0: it. Comments wonky though, isn't it?
2: In the the first Silent Hill.
0: Well, I'm just saying what I've heard. I've not played I mean, that's,
2: it. That's that's how Silent Hill works. Like you're not supposed to be. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm expert. It's supposed to be
0: uncomfortable. Gotcha. That's that's fair. Well, Corbin, do you have abbies and crappies?
3: Ah, uh, yeah. I guess my. Uh... My ha- my scary happy, um, ooh, is uh my good friend Bronson. Who I think he's been on this podcast before, like years and years ago. Was he? Like at least once. I'm pretty sure. Like on one of the first episodes. Um, he's getting married this weekend. What the? is really? Which is super. Which is spooky. You're shitting Yeah, did you not know that? No. Yeah, man. Ross is getting married this weekend and uh, I'm going to go to his wedding. It's I'm, I'm a groomsman. Waiting, oh, so You're going to be in the ride? Nice. Ron- yeah. No, it's in Memphis. Oh. Yeah, so I have to drive all the way to Memphis. <coughs> Memphis. Um, I guess Jeez. that's kind of a crappy. Memphis? But, uh, God. Yeah, his, his uh, fiancée lives in Memphis. Oh.
0: So if I, yeah. I mean, it's not but that But I'm far, excited. But, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. Wow, from, from yeah, where I, think I, I talked lived. I talked before about, I think, how I... I don't know if I did, but one of my friends that I made in college here in uh, in Dallas, right, got married, mm-hmm. and I was like, same thing, basically, right? I was like, oh, like she was one of my better friends, uh, like one of my best friends, really in Dallas. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess you're getting married, uh, yeah. And I'll go to your to your, and you know, uh, I don't know. It was so yeah. weird. Yeah, I went was to so another.
3: Weird wedding like from someone who graduated uh from high school with and it wasn't as fun as i thought it would be. It was pretty freaking boring like
0: yeah (laughs) well yeah it's the same thing with me because it was like a smaller wedding and then when i got there it's like there's not a ton of people here and everyone else seems to know each other so yeah
3: yeah super awkward i bet the one i luke johnson's wedding the one i went to he uh there's there's no alcohol there man what? There's no alcohol at the reception. Yeah, man. That that put a that a friends. wedding. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's little, like hosting
0: 101.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But anyway, I mean, it was all right. You know, I'm not judging or anything. And you know, not it's even not just, about me. Not right? just
0: because, like, oh, oh, well, alcohol has to be there, but Like, you know, alcohol makes people complacent.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are yeah, I gonna mean, people? No, that wasn't like the defining thing that ruined everything, or something. How are people was gonna use like, the wedding <laughs>
2: as a platform to hook up?
3: We'll see, man. I'm excited about this wedding because it's one of my closer friend, my closest friends, and uh, I get to go to like the bachelor party and do mm-hmm. all that before. And I think that's gonna be fun, and it's like in Memphis, and like it's like at a different place we don't really know and can explore a bit. So are you gonna be the one that that'll be fun?
2: Comes out of the cake?
3: <laughs> I'm gonna catch I'm gonna be the, the one guy who catches the bouquet.
0: Oh nice. Hopefully. Yeah, it was weird because like my when I went to my friend's wedding, right? Uh and her parents are like I don't know. They're 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 very Protestant. So it was mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like a lot of the stuff couldn't happen anyway all I'm trying to say is without confirming anything you know I'm just saying that uh, once upon a time uh, there was a possibility that I was going to be a bridesmaid that what? <laughs> what? that I was going to be a bridesmaid but see, they didn't uh, that probably <laughs> wasn't going to fly <laughs> so, how, does, how does that work that would have been funny well but well we're just really good friends you know oh that's oh, um, okay so
3: that would have been so funny she would have been ha- <laughs>
0: like happy with that but that wouldn't have really worked like one end you have like protestants and then the person she married he's um. Uh, well i mean he's Mexican, like me like and they're like like a lot oh, of traditional yeah. mexicans are very catholic so uh well i don't know about very catholic but they are catholic like a lot of Mexican uh, families tend to be, um, and uh, yeah, so uh, you know whatever. That's just oh. how it works.
3: Yeah, well, that's enough about me and weddings and all that. I don't really have a crappy. I don't. I can't really think. Oh, I had to. I guess I had to get my windshield replaced. That was like two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of sucks. Other than that, uh, nothing really bad. Josh, what about you, man?
2: Well, happy. Uh, Corbin and I are still working on stuff, so we'll have music out. Mm. Very
0: exciting. Yeah, you guys just going to upload that anywhere? Yeah, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube. Gotcha. Uh, Whenever you do that, we can we can link that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great.
2: Um, and uh, yeah, I, I want to do Spotify, but not yet. Like, mm. have a bit more output before that. Because uh, we're starting now just putting out two songs. Then um, uh, for Halloween I this last week played through the first Doom oh damn I had so much fun It's so good just really ugh, excuse me really clicked uh, and now I'm going to be playing through Doom 2 uh, co-op mm. with a friend of mine and also like I'm just happy to be getting into it because there's so many uh, there's so many different like custom maps like pretty much infinite stuff out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it With spawned like, like a ton of stuff.
2: Yeah. And like there's there's just different um you know different genres even all you know under yeah. like uh I've seen like Vinny from Vine Sauce do some stuff that was like platforming based. And I'm very hmm. for that. I really want to try that.
0: Yeah and I mean Doom even like set the stage for things oh. like like quake later on right yeah which on its own spawned a whole other genre right and and so i'm just kind of
2: excited every once in a while i get in the mood where i want to play through like retro first-person shooters Mm. uh and i always enjoy myself like i played through uh star wars dark forces and then dark forces jedi night a couple years ago that was a lot of fun uh let's see crappy um uh Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's been crappies from Joshua. So
2: that's that's know, it's real. Hmm. That's real.
3: <laughs> that took so long to understand what was going on. <laughs>
2: I pulled up Discord uh, to make sure, like, we hadn't disconnected.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if, if we, uh, well, if that's if we're done with the the intro, I guess I don't know. Do you guys want to? This is a Halloween special. Um. So, we've prepared s- some stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so I had uh, I had the boys um all gather up some shitty like creepypasta stuff that they thought would be fun
0: to read on the podcast yeah and i think i found a i think i found a i really shitty one like not hell yeah not even shitty like funny just bad
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i found just bad man i i do have a i do have one that's just
2: (laughs) yeah i try to find stuff that's silly a lot of the stuff I found, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, this looks bad. But I tried not to read too much of it because I want it. I want it to be free.
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if oh, I oh no, I read all mine. If I, I can go, mine, let, sure let, let me just did. read this one. Okay, this is called the. All right, so, so we're starting now with Geronimo. Yeah, Geronimo yeah. starting this off. Read, all right, let's go through I'll read your list. This one. Okay. This is called. I will first read what it is, and then I'll read the actual way it's spelled. <laughs> This is called The Story of Squidward, but it's spelled (laughs) Uh T-Story-Off-Squidworks. Once, I wanted to watch some SpongeBob SquarePants, so I turned on my TV. I was in luck. There was an episode on right now, and it just got to the last part of the intro. I was wondering which episode it was playing when I saw the title, The Story of Squidwarks. The background was Squidward smiling at the screen, although he looked more sinister than normal. The bubblies flooded the screen, and the show started. Squidward was dancing in his room when SpongeBob suddenly burst in through the second floor window. Hi, Squidward. Hi, Squidward. Hi, Squidward. Hi, Squidward. Hi, Squidward. He begins (laughs) to shout over and over, using his goofy voice. I've had enough, Squidward shouts. I'm taking the easy way out. Then before my very eyes, he jumped through his second floor window. The show fades to black when he was jumping out. Then, words appeared on the screen. This is the story of Squidward's. <laughs> and then my TV <laughs> melted.
3: <laughs> my TV melted. That's like that icing on the cake. Yeah, and
0: that was that was written by Skyrim Nine Thousand. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, oh, so,
3: dude, Skyrim. Okay, I have a nice. Skyrim okay, word. so,
2: so uh, let me just, let me get this straight. You found a creepy pasta. That involves Squidward committing suicide. It's not Correct. the Squidward suicide creepypasta. Correct. It's like you know what I'm talking about, right? Where he's got the red eye, like, yeah, his brains out.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is not that. <laughs> but it was Squidward committing suicide. It's, it's like a,
3: obviously very inspired by Squidward suicide. It's like a.
2: It's like a a g-rated version of Squidward's suicide
1: in the squidward suicide one <laughs> yeah. it's like
2: there's like creepy music playing and like it says that they're watching the episode and steven hillenberg the creator is like what the hell is this what I, I didn't make this and like pictures of dead kids started
3: yeah yeah i, I remember reading that as a kid and i thought that was i was i was messed up by it, it was too kind yeah. of disturbing it a bit yeah
2: all right, so Geronimo, are you gonna go through like the rest of your list before we transition to someone else, or
0: um, I could do another one. I haven't read any of those. Cool. Others. All right, that was definitely a but strong start. I'm very
2: scared. We move on at the melting tea is...
0: Okay, this is called uh. Okay, first of all, there's a warning. Oh, <laughs> warning! <laughs> this story will explode you head into ten million pieces. Risk at your own read. Oh God!
2: All right, are you sure you <laughs> are you sure you want to read this? Like on the on the I... episode.
3: Trauma, dude. Please, man. <laughs>
2: so this is. Oh, well, I don't well,
3: think this is a good idea.
0: Story of the spooky man with two ends. <laughs> Once upon and on a time, there with like why there was a game <laughs> that is was called. What the fuck list 2. It is always here and about in a school, and I very like shooting games. So I was like, hey, what is happens if I try A this game? And then I was A downloading a game, Launcher River, name A Stoem. <laughs> this is was a very exciting full moment of the in life. I was going to play a good gaming with a lot of very balanced <laughs> and very is a friendly community for some is a reason, <laughs> it's tough to download at exactly six hundred and sixty six percent. This was a wire <laughs> because it was a very spooky ass number, but it is unfreeze later. 11. What the fuck is that mean? It's 11. minutes. Then is click on store and download Team Fortress 2301. While I was da- downloading the vi- wary game, me come is start speech to me. He is a say, you is whale die in 25 hours per week. I replied, <laughs> Moo. The game finale is now a download and I lunch the game. A spooky man with Valev is back forehead. He truns and the me and then I get sacred. I know that it is only scary, <laughs> but it's scary as shite. The game fishnish loading and tape pixels suddenly become a hyper-realistic blod and starts running out of my screen. I was very scared from that but I wiped it and playing on. I choose a good server and choose the Black Explosions Master. Friends say he is storing and OP. I is a walk outside of base and look around. I see new man running around. Game is have no sound when suddenly a slim, humane shape is far away. Two for it. He or a she turn around and run away. At his moment, I do not like te Gamer. Because he is a spooky and... Psy-tush-tush? What? Poo. Out off me. My mom walk in room and think I am masturbating. No. Because she is hear me yell like a psychopath. And it says, speak silence. I say, Okay. Then, ma'am leaves the room. I exiting his game for a while because is is bore. <laughs> Few weeks later, I double kick the game and play it again. This time, the is man no turn around. I'm happy. I go to Vlave server and chose the red faced man or spy. From here, I use this guy's kit and turn into heavy man from Russian land. I walk outside <laughs> and press E, which makes the, the my charter say medic apparent low, apparent toll. The enemy is here it as well, but no enemies. Idiots try to touch me with their medic guns. After I can hear a hyper realism, white noise and lots of characters cry, <laughs> literally cry. I was very in spooks. And in chat, I see someone say you is should not have got this game. I thought he is a troll, but he was on the green team. Oh, okay. I do Wow. <laughs> he is having a green name. I had an idea of going where that black figure tried to take me still in too fart. When I is a go I see a lot is blood at over the ceiling, dripping fresh. I get afraid and go upstairs. I see Engie being a spooky dead oh. man. The shippy is oh. behind with knife. Oh, I think that's supposed to be the spy is behind with knife <laughs> butter behind him. Mm. He is blue with scary, massive eyes and big ghostal hat. He had a green heart. I got spooked out. I up myself. I broke my computer by throwing out of the window. I was very fast. Now it has been seven years since I played Team Fortress, and I was kicked out of house for throwing my PC out of window. Now I live in cardboard box with nothing but STD. Scary true dreams every night. I usually will hear spooky noise and see a man like in-game. I need to go and die now. So thank you for reading and see you Wait, next time. Wait, did he say he got nested? Yeah, scary true dreams.
3: I thought, I didn't know that that was a Team Fortress creepypasta until like halfway. I didn't follow any of that.
2: I kind of, I kind of like just dissociated.
0: It was
2: so... <laughs> I zoned out for a bit too. <laughs> so um,
3: it's just pure, well, pure ni- mind numbing.
2: Oh man, just crap. <laughs> I'm gonna find whoever wrote that and hit them. Yeah. Well, it's so stupid. Geronimo, you can still read some stuff, yes. but I think I'd like to read some stuff now because. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Okay. Um. Let's boot up my uh, my list here. All right, this is why I will never play another Mario game. Bitten by doesn't say. (gasps) Published on December twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. That's Christmas Eve, dude. (laughs) Damn, there's a, a picture here of. You know, the beginning of Mario 64, you know, there's his face and you can, like, stretch him around. It's it's there, mm-hmm. but his eyes are all blacked out and some of his teeth are missing. And I guess it's supposed to look like vampire fangs, but it also just kind of looks like he has some teeth missing. The colors are oh, wait, black so and there's, red. There's an image? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yep. I'm writing this post in hopes that someone can tell me they have experienced something similar. I don't know why I care about that. No matter what anyone says, the situation will be the same, and I will still think that I'm losing my shit. Anyways, I hope everyone will take what I'm saying seriously. I know how it sounds. If I were reading this on some random thread on Reddit, I would be skeptical as well. i take everything I say seriously. But everything I am about to say is 100% true. I go to college at the University of Maine, I'm currently going to graduate school here, trying to get my Ph.D. in surface sciences. I'm very passionate about science and mainly computers. My first computer was an IBM, an old thing that was revolutionary for the time that left my 11-year-old mind amazed. In 95, I was really into playing Doom and Wolfenstein 3D when I got home from school. My mom and dad never really got mad at me because they were always at work, so no one really told me to stop playing these violent games. My love for these games continued through the 90s, but really peaked at the beginning of 1996. I was a typical 90s kid, obsessed with fresh rent obsessed with fresh prints of Bel Air, fanny packs, mullets, classic horror movies, and even a stint of time I had a Tamagotchi. With the coming of school in the fall of 96 came the sadness of not being able to play video games every day, as I did in the summer. However, school did bring the joy of friends. At lunch and sometimes in class, we would talk about games and new releases that would be coming out soon. Back then, we didn't have websites dedicated to video game news. Instead, my friend group relied on Jeff, one of the more wealthy kids in our friend group who was subscribed to a video game magazine company that sent out an issue once a month. On the last day of August, Jeff brought the latest issue to school. All of us crowded around the lunch table to catch a glimpse of the new system that was coming out next month, the Nintendo 64. We were all begging our parents that night to help us with money to get the system. The N64 was an amazing system, as it had four megabytes of RAM and could handle 3D graphics like none other before. I had saved a little money for mowing lawns in the summer, but it was not quite enough to buy the console come September 29th of that year. I was disappointed and cried to my parents to help me out just this once to buy this great piece of technology. But my family was struggling at the time and me being the understanding and caring child just piped down. (laughs) A couple of hard months pass, and with them come many complaints and jeering from my friend group because I've still not received the console. It had been a difficult time for me. My parents were fighting, and I just wanted an escape. I would have given anything for that damn console. I hated going to school and hearing all of my friends show off their high scores in the newest games and hearing about them finding secret glitches in the newest installment of our favorite games. Months after the initial release in September, November rolled around. Not exactly my favorite time of the year. I don't like the transition from the pretty orange and yellow fall leaves into roads covered with slick ice and disgusting, dark, large piles of snow and parking lots with dirt in them. However, there's one thing that's worth my time during that dreaded month. My birthday. Twelve years old. Birthdays never really made much sense to me. It's just a celebration <laughs> of the day someone was born that is based on the man man unit of time that is elongated into years. Oh, yeah, like this guy was thinking that at 12 fucking years old. Okay, sure. Mm. Anyways, I hadn't been really looking forward to this birthday because I knew that it wasn't going to bring around much. As I said before, <laughs> my parents had been fighting, <laughs> and I really didn't expect to get anything from either of them because they had been so busy with work and putting up with each other. That is why I was very... Very excited to learn on the 19th of that month in 1996 that I was getting $250 for my birthday. Home that night after school, I Whoa. find a letter from my mom, who had always been the more caring of the two. Hi, honey. I hope that you enjoyed your birthday today. The big one, two. Congrats. Anywho, your father and I, as you know, have been having disagreements lately. We were alerted today that there is a program for couples that have been having similar disagreements. We both agreed that we should look into this, and we both fell in love with the idea. Isn't that great, baby? Anywho, the only problem with this is that we are aware of a little short. We were made aware of this with a little short notice. So we had to drive south today so that we could make it there by tomorrow, Wednesday. The program is going to last a week. I knew that you are our understanding and kind little boy, so I thought it would be okay to leave you alone until next Tuesday. That would give you the rest of the week and the weekend to yourself. To make up for this. Me and your father have decided to give you a little spending money so you can get yourself whatever little toy you want. We do have food in the pantry, but I do want some of that money to go towards food for yourself. Enjoy your weekend and see you Tuesday. Love you. Before I continue, I'm going to drink this water. One second. The big one, two. Does
0: that even That's actually right. say that?
3: The big one, too. It's Moms, dude.
0: Imagine parents being
3: transparent enough
2: to tell you that they're getting counseling. Some kids have Mm -hmm. all the luck. All right, uh, I'm going to continue now. I didn't know whether to be excited about this freedom or disappointed in my parents for leaving me on my 12th birthday. Either way, I had more than $200 to spend on whatever I wanted. My puny 12-year-old brain... This was a godlike amount of money, and I knew exactly what it was going towards right away. I'm sure by now you can assume exactly what I wanted. I took the money out of the envelope, threw on my windbreaker and my old pro wings, and hopped on my old red bike I named Silver. I started to head east, past my dad's pharmacy, past the school, and past Jeff's house. I didn't really look over towards his house. He hadn't been in school that week. I skidded to a stop in front of the Finger Gym, our local game store. Ugh finger gym (laughs) i parked my bike right next to the big window in front of the store and started to waltz in i really liked the store and it felt good going in knowing that i was finally able to actually get something instead of just glancing around while my friends debated on what new game they should get or what magic the gathering card they should sell
3: wait pause i just want to point out how long it has taken to set up this stupid story he hasn't even bought the console with the haunted. Mario.
2: <laughs> yeah, you were right that mine were long. I didn't realize. <laughs> no, you're good. I was just I was just right, continuing. How, how bad the <laughs> I did a quick look around in <laughs> the store, eyeing the older NES and Super NES, making my way toward my prize jewel, the N64. I finally put my hands on the box that I had been waiting to touch for a quarter of the year. I held it up to the light so I could read the line under the name the fun machine damn straight it is i ran my fingers over the smooth cardboard cover as i started to walk towards the counter the kid working at the counter laid down a cigarette in the ashtray that was next to his rubik's cube now that i think about it that probably wasn't a cigarette i just assumed it was because i was still a small middle middle schooler that i had a lot to learn when i got up to the counter he asked is that all crap i'd forgotten to get a game I responded with a quick no and started to look behind him at the selection of games. Most of the ones that were back there were meant for the Super NES. Makes sense. The N64 had been very popular in America, so of course all its games would be sold out. I spoke after glancing around a bit more, desperately trying to find a game. You have any N64 games in the back? The boy took another drag and blew smoke in my face. I don't know. Well, could you go back and check for me? Uh please. Jesus, kid, fine. He got off of his stool and started towards the back. He pushed a curtain out of the way and started to search. He looked around the store at the plentiful gaming posters and walls lined with board games and models of popular TV show action heroes. The boy returned after less than a minute with a cartridge in his hand. We only have one left, it looks like. He started to hand it over, but then pulled it back towards him. Now, uh, wait here a second. What do we have here? Turn the cartridge over to reveal its face, only to be covered by a sticky note with the words, Do not, under any circumstances, So Now, see here, kid, I've never been a rule follower. This thing had been buried under some shit in the back, so I don't think anyone will be missing this anytime soon. So... He gave me a wide grin to reveal his crooked teeth, layered with yellow grime. I'm willing to strike a deal with you. I will sell you this game for a couple extra bucks. My boss probably didn't want to sell be limited edition or something, so I'll get you this game. Just don't tell nobody, all right, kid? Of course, my eager little mind didn't care about what was right and wrong at the moment. There was an N64 in front of my face, for God's sake, even with a possible limited edition game. So of course I took the grimy kid up on his deal, even though I knew he was going to pocket those few extra bucks. I waltzed out of the store the same way I came in, excited for what was about to come about, but only this time I was carrying an N64 in a game instead of 250. I put the plastic bag into the wire basket that was on front of my bike. I don't know if I raced home faster then or when I came or when I went to the store initially. The ride home took five minutes. I just let my bike drop to the ground after I came to a hard stop in front of my garage. I pounced up the concrete steps leading up to my house. I swung open the door and started to my room. That night, I knew I had a lot of homework, and me being the responsible little boy I was didn't start playing right away, but that didn't stop me from eyeing over the box and opening it to save the beautiful system from its cardboard prison. I ran my fingers over the wondrously smooth black console like it was the skin of a newborn baby. I carefully set the console on my dresser and plugged it into my box TV. I led the wire from the infamous M-shaped controller to the port on the front of it. I was smiling through all of this. but stopped suddenly when I realized I had forgotten something. I didn't even know what game I had bought. I quickly but carefully set the controller down on my bed and removed the cartridge from the bag. I ripped off the sticky note to reveal the true face of the game. Multicolored letters read the words Super Mario 64. I felt
0: like this I won the lottery. Like R. R.
2: It didn't look like any different than my friend's card. So I was a little <laughs> upset that it wasn't actually special edition. Nonetheless, I was still pumped. I finally got what I had been waiting for. So long for. could not wait for the weekend. Could it come any sooner? The next day... In typical middle school boy fashion, I showed off my new game to my friends and rubbed it into the faces of others who were not fortunate enough to have the system or game. I was on top of the world for that day, just because of that stupid video game. My friends were happy for me, of course, and we talked about the game and how long it took to beat. I played with my friends at their house after school and watched them play the game for hours and hours. I didn't want to start to play my own copy yet because it acted as an incentive to get me through the week. Boy, coming home and seeing it sitting on my dresser and glaring at it in the wee hours of the night was mighty tempting. Nevertheless, I persisted. I made it through the whole week. Okay, before I continue reading this, what the fuck? So this kid spends yeah. all of his money on this console. He, he's...
0: All this money that his parents gave and him then to like... And then he
2: watches his friends play the game
0: <laughs> also his parents i and, mean you know why, what parents leaving him that's fine well, uh, no that's I'm that's fine that's not, but good, not but norm how not, the
2: fuck? why not unexpected why was he waiting to play it it's not yeah. gonna beat mario's and like, in like a day it's like the first three like what he's like it's
0: just a sticky note attached it's like oh do not sell hey don't don't do that dude i
3: hate this story this story is like bad in a way to where it's not even like entertaining it's It's just like like, oh just agonizing
0: (laughs) we (laughs) haven't even got into the game (laughs) yeah well and he described like taking out the game and everything okay go ahead no it's okay i was about to say uh
2: we're, we're about to uh we're about to uh be getting to the game all right are we ready yeah all right that friday the 22nd of november i raced home after school to finally play my new game all night dropped my bike off in front of my house opened the door and closed it again to lock threw off my jacket and hat and finally made my way to my sanctuary i turned on the tv and slipped the gray cartridge into the slot on top of the machine damn what a feeling turned on the system I saw the N64 3D logo arise from a ripple of some liquid and start to turn with a little 3D Mario running around it. The game started, and I finally started to play. I was already familiar with the castle in the start, so I thought I knew what was waiting for me. I made a new save file, started the game, and the camera started to move towards Princess Peach's face. But something was already off. First, I thought I had just bought a knockoff, a fake game. Maybe that's why it wasn't meant to be sold. At the beginning, there was supposed to be a letter from Princess Peach that read, Dear Mario, please come to the castle. I baked a cake for you. Yours truly, Princess Toadstool, with her signature, Peach, under it. What appeared to me that Friday, next to Peach's face, was a letter that read, Dear Player, I don't know what you're getting into. Turn off your system now and get help. Yours truly, the previous owner. Okay, that was odd. How did the previous person change the text in the game? Either way, at the time, I was too excited to play the game that the mysterious text didn't faze me at all. I just kept going. I ran up to the castle, walked in, and jumped into the first portrait. I watched Mario fall from the sky and land perfectly on the ground. Toad was waiting there for me to relay information about the level. His speech said,
1: You will die if you continue!
2: Turn off the game, or I will kill you! (laughs) Turn off the game,
3: or I will kill
2: you. Creepy as all hell, but I just thought that some hacker had the game before me, and it just changed the text because they wanted to scare the kid who had it next. I just kept pressing the main button until the text disappeared and continued. I was reassured when I found that the gameplay had been the same as all of my other friends. I jumped around the level and evaded the mushroom enemies the same as I had done before. I made my way around the level, collecting spinning red coins and hopping off trees. I shot myself. Out of a cannon and flew up to the top of the mountain to fight the final boss of that level. After that, I was warped back to the starting area in the castle. I made my way through the next few levels. The water levels, the levels on the mountain, the snow. I kept going until I collected 18 stars. I knew where to go with, for my first fight with Bowser. I took Mario to the correct hallway, and of course I wasn't surprised when Mario dropped through the floor, because I'd seen it done a thousand times before. He landed on the rock, and a text bubble appeared. Welcome to hell. Huh. That was something new. Must have just been something the hacker had put in to scare me again. I jumped around the level and evaded the flames until I reached the end of my first encounter with Mario's infamous enemy. But when Bowser turned around, something else was different. The large turtle-dragon hybrid had eyes that looked like black holes. The entirety of them were black... Not a single pixel of white being shown, but I just passed it off again and continued. I beat the boss easily and was warped back up to the castle, but in the corner of the screen, right before the scene transitioned to the castle intro, I saw Bowser get up, moved away towards the edge of the map, shape shifted into a tall black humanoid figure. The only thing that the new entity had that resembled the original Bowser with the long pointed teeth protruding from his mouth. I was very freaked out at this point, and I was reluctant to get out of the map. At first, I thought the game had glitched, but for some reason, I was in a part of the castle that I shouldn't have been in until later in the game. Looking up, for as far as Mario could see, was the endless hallway. Now, I am sure some of you know what I'm referring to. You couldn't even access the area without having the right number of stars. Also, those who have played the game know that when you have to start to walk up the stairs, it seems like they go on forever, unless you know the backwards jump glitch, or have the right number of stars, of course. I was excited at this point. I'd forgotten about the strangeness of the game for a brief few minutes. I made it this far in one day! I would have to show my friends so they would know how good I was and how dedicated I am to this game. The only thing that could make the situation better was if I could actually make it to the top of the staircase. I placed Mario's little foot on the first step and started to ascend. After a minute of still climbing the stairs, I was about ready to give up. But then I remembered something. There should be pictures on Bowser! on the side of the walls, leaning to the top, but I haven't seen anything. Immediately after that, I thought I saw the edge of a frame. I jumped up the steps to get there quicker and landed in front of the picture. To my horror, I saw a very familiar image. Sitting on a rock was a six-year-old me with my old dog who had died. (laughs) Lassie.
3: Same <laughs> Lassie.
2: I was very shaken oh up God. by this. All of my other excuses for the strange events held no weight now. This just couldn't be explained away. Of course my curiosity told me to continue. I started ascending in, only to find more familiar pictures. I walked past a plethora of photos, all of which were of me and my family. Not only were the photos themselves familiar, but the order they were in were hauntingly similar to the ones leading up the staircase to our second level. Remember, this was very early Saturday morning, around 2 or 3 a.m., so my parents weren't supposed to be home yet. But I swear I heard something on the steps outside of my door. Could it couldn't be possible. I turned around to look, but was only greeted by the darkness outside of my room. I looked backwards towards the screen to continue to play my game. I started to casually creep back up the stairs. While I did that, I heard more noise outside the room. Now I was scared shitless. I dropped a controller and bolted to the door. I grabbed the handle and swung it shut, causing the frame and most of my room to vibrate. I fumbled in the dark with a lock until I heard it click. I pressed my back against the door and let out a deep breath. Mario was still there waiting for me. I went back to the game, hoping it was just the restlessness getting to my mind. I just wanted to keep playing my game. I just wanted my game and my childhood to be normal like everyone else's. I turned Mario around and started to creep down the stairs in the game. Luckily, I didn't hear anything on the stairs again. I continued down the stairs, listening to the stairs moan in the game, but not outside my bedroom. Thank God. I was wiping the sleep away from my eyes when I put my controller down for a second or two. I removed my hands and stretched a bit, letting out a long yawn. I opened my eyes to be greeted with Mario staring back at me, but now only his eyes were as black as Bowsers were. I couldn't take any more of this. I brought the stick on the joypad down so that Mario could get away from that damn staircase. He started walking slower than before with his eyes still dark as night staring into me. He gradually started to slow down and I began mashing buttons, trying to get Mario to move just one more inch, but he just stood there, finally. The character brought up his index finger on his right hand and shook it back and forth along with his head. He then brought the corners of his mouth back towards his ears in a grotesque smile. He opened his mouth to reveal teeth that resembled Bowser's. I was beyond trying to convince myself this wasn't real at this point. Mario turned around and started sprinting up the steps. Along with the steps in the game, I heard a pouncing sound outside my room again. I jumped up and went to my bedside. Whatever was outside of my room had finally reached the top of the stairs and stopped. I stood in awe for a few seconds, trying to think of what to do. It started to bang on my door, shaking the frame, and sent splinters on my side. I crouched and crawled under my bed. I looked up to watch the door. I was shaking. Whatever was out there kept pounding on the door and the wall. After about five more seconds, it stopped. I removed my hands from in front of my face to see what was going on. I looked left and right and saw nothing. Let out a relieved breath. I crawled out a bit more to peek around the corner. I looked at my TV screen to see that Mario was looking in the opposite direction in the game, standing still in front of the final door. Mario put his hand on the door, and at the same time, I heard my door creak a little bit. I was so glad I had locked it. Mario removed his hand and turned to his left to look at one final portrait. This was one that I was not familiar with. I've not seen it in the game, nor in my real life. It was a picture of a television set. Mario put his hand onto the portrait, and it began to ripple like the other portraits previously when going into a new level. When he touched it, my TV began to crinkle with static. He could barely make out Mario through the white noise as he removed his hand. Everything went back to normal. He took a final look to his left, stared straight into my soul, and opened his mouth for another one of those smiles he shoved himself into the portrait my TV emitted the loudest static noise I had heard it then began to ripple and shake the screen shattered and sparks flew from the back of the set I didn't have time to see what was crawling out of its remains I rolled out from under my bed and started towards the window I ducked down and hit my shoulder against the window the glass shattered and I flung my body out of my room as the set continued to spark and set my blaze. I hit my roof and tumbled down The last thing I thought about before rolling off and smashing my head against the concrete sidewalk was the snow. It was the first snowfall of the winter, and I had missed watching it because I was too distracted by the game. I woke up that Wednesday in the hospital and saw my parents and a nurse next to me. They caught me up on everything that had went down. The house had cowed on fire for some unknown reason and was done for. We would be living in a hotel for the next few weeks until we found a place to rent. Okay, so if this family's been having money troubles, how are they going to afford to live in a hotel? (laughs) All right, continuing. I had a nice long break. I didn't have to go to school for a while because of Thanksgiving break and because of my nasty head injury. I did, of course, have to return to my educational hell about three weeks later, right before Christmas break, which I'd been looking forward to as well. I returned and continued throughout my classes with little to no struggle. Teachers were going easy on me. Who would give a kid whose parents... Who would give a kid whose house burned down sustained a head injury and whose parents were going through a divorce stressful hours of homework? Returning to school did bring about the joy of my friend's company, however. Okay, what the hell? I thought the parents were working stuff out. Since when were they getting a divorce? Anyway. Dude. It's
3: the fire, man. The fire was the final story. Mario
2: made his parents divorce. All right, I'll continue now. My friends jumped on me with a ton of questions about my house. I remembered nothing. I got questions about my game after that, of course, too. I didn't tell them exactly what happened because I knew they wouldn't believe me. I just gave short and quick answers so they would stop pestering me. Then they brought up Jeff. He had been playing the game down in his basement while his parents were away during the week. I don't know if this is true. The gang told me that Jeff's parents had returned home to find Jeff under the steps leading to the basement, hanging by the cord of his N64 controller. They told me that the police told his folks it wasn't suicide due to head wounds and gouged out eyes. But it hadn't been ruled as murder either or no signs of a struggle. Jeff's dad, they told me, had sold his N64 and a copy of Super Mario 64 to the Finger Gym to get the reminder out of their house. Credits go to Insomniac. Wow!
3: Wow, that's uh, that was so bad. That it wasn't <laughs> even like just that was just a waste of time. I'm kind of pissed, actually. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, from like a payoff or what?
3: Just the whole thing, man. I,
0: that was fun. Uh, you know what I realized,
2: Corbin? You remember one of the early songs we were working on for Sin and Punishment?
3: Yeah, I I remember that line. About that's the, that's
2: exactly this this is the same uh yeah. same uh thing that I like read for the um the the song we were going to do. It like has like my voice slowed down reading creepy
3: Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I think we scrapped that. Well, let but... me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Okay. You back then you read this you read some of the story. Yeah. Right? At least some of right. it to get that line. The ending, yeah. And you didn't know that it was going to be a two-hour-long epic <laughs> about nothing. Correct. I did not realize when, when I – the blandest <laughs> – I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. I okay. hate you so To be clear, I didn't much.
2: realize it was the same one. When reading it tonight, it was only on that last paragraph. And I was like, oh, this is what we sample.
3: Oh. Uh, the song the song well, I that guess we, we realized scrapping. it at the same time. All right,
2: here's some comments Orange Dice. I lost brain cells reading this. <laughs> Blue Hat responded. And I lost brain cells reading these retarded reviews. So I guess we both lost brain cells today. And then Cyan Coat Hanger responded Nice one, man or woman. <laughs> another comment from fragrant ginger C Mario so says the fuck word another comment complete shit
3: yeah that was just gold that was like uh what's that what's in quality I wonder like what movie that could be compared to <laughs> or something
2: Gold planet said like absolute longest pasta I've ever read also not bad considering it's a creepy pasta.
3: That was like uh, me watching the Apostle Paul" movie that came out like a couple years ago. <laughs> it was just like the most for one thing, I'm very familiar with growing up in a Christian household, very familiar with the Paul story. It was a movie about literally about everything that happens, and it's just so boring. I walked out in the middle of the theater and just went to the bathroom and hung out for like 20 minutes in the bathroom, because I would rather be in the bathroom on my phone then watching the movie and that's how i felt about this story oh um yeah okay was before bad, we man, move on i mean i think i think you take the cake
2: olive <laughs>
1: bottle
3: says the worst one
2: well i'm not gonna play mario 64 or more thanks to you you ruined it <laughs> all right
0: well yeah um, well let's let's hold on corbin have you have you done your things yet no <laughs> we should do that C- Could I read okay. one more before we okay okay one more and then we can go uh
2: cause I think this one- wait one more story yeah I think this one's short and then we'll go dude how long is it uh how long is it Joshua oh no it's it's not nearly as long alright how many paragraphs um it's divided into it's like lines like a poem of sorts oh, okay. So get ready. Okay, okay. a poem alright this is uh Creepypasta Staff Training Wiki, uh, crst.fandom.com. Um, this is titled Kirby. Why? All right, are we ready?
0: Yep.
2: Are you a little scared? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm a little spooked.
2: I loved Kirby when I was little. He was always a cute character. I, I like still game love Kirby. Super so Smash Bros. I went to buy a Kirby game for my Nintendo DS. I found a strange SD card called Final Fantasy XXX. It was written in a Japanese font. I took it and went home. I put it in my Nintendo DS and started playing. It didn't show the HAL logo like it always does. There was no title, only press start. I pressed start. I checked through all the files. The only file is file zero. Strange. I decided to click it. <laughs> it started with blue greens, <laughs> I don't know but Kirby <laughs> looked different. He looked scared. Kirby was crying and blood was coming out of his mouth. I decided to control Kirby, but Kirby walked slowly. I said later Kirby walked a little faster then the screen turned black then showed Kirby with King Dedede but King Dedede had hyper-realistic blood on his hammer his eyes were black hyper-realistic blood was coming out of his eyes (laughs) I'm sorry Kirby I must kill you then King Dedede grabbed the knife then Dedede said one final thing before killing Kirby King goodbye Kirby he then stabbed Kirby he was dead He was in a puddle of blood. Then it showed King DDD crying. Screen turned black. Then text read, Kirby is dead. You're next. Then Kirby showed up. Kirby was still crying and blood was coming out of Kirby mouth. I turned the Nintendo DS off. I never played any Kirby games ever again. So for everyone, if you find an odd SD card, don't pick it up. Instead, leave it because that's what I should have done rather than a look at it.
3: That was so spooky. I was speechless.
2: Here's some comments. One says, it's more of a poem instead of a story. Someone else said, I'm a Meta Knight.
0: I'm gay, Kirby. Whoa, 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 whoa. Po- uh, whoa, 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 I mean, uh, poems can be stories. Just to be clear.
3: <laughs> yeah. This dude hasn't read the Odyssey. Come on. <laughs>
0: I guess I don't know, I guess some people would argue well that's an epic Why um, is a poem?
2: well that was uh that was a good read,
0: all right, Corbin, what do you got? all
3: right, um, so I found mine on Reddit on no Sleep, this oh, subreddit of creepy stories where I used to as a fourteen year old love reading now I think it's horrible. And I went to the most horrible section, the controversial of all time. And, uh, some of these are, they're all short. Some of these are pretty just bad. And some of them are kind of funny. <laughs>
0: I will say uh, this. I'll just we'll, read a we'll, couple of them. Will running short, well, we can make this like an hour and a half-ish, but.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't think mine will take long at all. Um, I'm not going to read all, I probably won't read all of them. Um. But I'll read, I'll start off with a, a funny one. <laughs> okay, so this one is, um, it's called Ghost in the Toilet. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and in, at the top, in all capital letters, this is all true. <gasps> no. Six years ago, colon colon, colon, colon. It all started when I moved into my, into my new house with my two dads. The bathroom was under construction, so I had to use the basements. It was okay for the first three weeks until one night. Oh, On shoot. that night, I had to take a major poop. <laughs> Before my constipation, I had eaten at a local Mexican restaurant called La, Fantas- La Fantasma, which means the ghost in Spanish. What the fuck? A little to my knowledge, the restaurant has a specific meal that is supposedly haunted. So I went when I went to take a poop, I saw a figure pooping next to me. It was a four foot male who had dark skin and blonde hair.
0: <laughs> How does that wait, 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 pause. How do you see someone pooping next to you? Like is this an open system? There's no divisions whatsoever. I don't know, like, yeah, Okay, okay, whatever. Carry on. <laughs>
3: Next sentence, it was singing Party in the USA, and its face reminded me of George Bush. What the fuck? I then grabbed my Obama sticker and splashed my toilet with holy water. Moral of the story, don't vote for Romney. That's it.
1: Okay. Well, I guess that was a funny one. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think that one was like clearly a joke though like yeah, this but, one like, oh, man. this one's also a short one no context at all this the title is stitch is attacking the reddit community <laughs> i don't know what they, like i think Disney this is character? supposed to be well i don't think it's supposed to be i think it's supposed to be like a continuation or a comment of like like someone was trying too hard to make like a ARG type of like experience. Oh. Cause like there's so many stories like that on no sleep. Mm. And so this person is talking like everybody knows who this character is from like another post by another user or something. It's weird, but it's funny that it, so but just think about stitch though, from Lilo and stitch. And I think it's, it's funnier. <laughs> okay. So story is, <clears throat> There are an alarming amount of Redditors seeing or dreaming of Stitch. It's frightening. We all need to stop him somehow. I don't think just not being afraid of him will work. Because as soon as he reveals to us that he is real and not just in our heads, we will go insane and be more scared than before. (laughs) Something happened to me last night. I don't know if it was Stitch because I didn't see anybody. I woke up around 2 a.m. and went into my kitchen to get a glass of water. My kitchen window was open. It didn't bother me because it was always open and I have a screen on it. I walked to my kitchen with my glass and pushed on the water button. I don't know why that's funny. I pushed on the water button. <laughs> European water button. As I was filling my glass as I was filling my glass, I heard a voice coming from the darkness of the window. Sabine. It's like this guy's username. Sabine. It said. I stopped the water and stood there and listened. Sad. Oh, wait, wait. I need. I needed this stitch voice. Sabu, Sabu. <laughs> it's sad balloon. It said again. It didn't want to turn around. I didn't want to turn around. I was frozen. I was so scared to move. Sad Let me in. It's cold out here. <laughs> the more I ignored the voice, the angrier it got. Although it was getting angry, it was laughing. Come open the window. God damn it. <laughs> It started to talk louder and then quietly chuckle. I just kept thinking, why can't he, it, or it open the window itself and come in? I know by I know by quote-unquote open the window, it wanted me to take the screen off. Well, today I woke up around 10 a.m. and found the screen ripped straight down the middle. And that's the end of the story.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god! Man. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Um. Okay, I'll, I'll read one more. Um, this one's funny because there's so many run-on sentences. Okay. Uh, let me. F- yeah, so I'm gonna read it exactly how it is. Okay.
0: This one's called,
3: this one's called That Was Never My Sister (laughs) by Fart Tart 2. Oh. I am not writing this. Okay. I am not writing this is in my basement trying to hide from this so-called quote unquote sister before she gets home and sorry for any typos. Let's get on with this. (laughs) Well, five months ago, my sis went, my sis went missing for a week. We searched everywhere and never found a clue. We all thought she was dead. Well, fast forward to a month later during the middle of the night. She came back. We were all happy. We called her husband and told him the great news, but something was off about her. Just did not seem like my sister. Her husband told us that she often stood in the hallway at night singing softly to herself. And I kind of like moving in a circular motion. We decided to take her to the doctor. They said nothing was wrong, but Tom and I both knew something was wrong. While we were leaving the doctor, she ran out in the street and a car hit her. So she got off the ground and just got in the car. We were like, what the fuck? We was terrified to get in the car with her. So she got hit by a car. So last year she got pregnant with twin girls. Everyone was confused because she was not able to bear children. The doctor said it was a miracle for that to happen. When she was pregnant, she acted even more strange one day. I came to visit her. She was sitting on the couch cutting her stomach, saying the babies told her it was time to come out. So she was trying to give herself a (gasps) C-section. I was screaming and crying as she just stood there and was a creepy-ass smile with blood on her hands, saying everything was fine. We went to the ER. One of the babies did not live. They said the knife went in too deep and the placenta ruptured. (laughs) But the baby... (laughs) Sorry. The knife went too deep in the placenta and <laughs> ruptured it, but the other baby was preterm. Pre what? The day she, what? preterm. Oh, I don't know
1: what.
3: Uh, th- she had twins in her stu- in her yeah, but womb. And, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. The day she came from the hospital, I had to stay at the stay at the house because Tom went on the trip for his work. She was treated the baby horrible. She cussed at it <laughs> and stuff. I had to take the baby home with me because I was scared she was going to kill it. So the reason I'm typing this is because she found my real sis body. <laughs> so um, I got I gotta I gotta read this. I gotta start over with this last paragraph because this one's this is where the spook comes in, <gasps> right? Oh Ooh. fuck, mm-hmm. fuck. <clears throat> so the reason I'm typing this is because I. I. She found my real sis body in the basement, stuffed in the corner. I don't know how long she's been in the skin. Is still on her. That thing killed my fucking sister. Her eyes been cut out. No sleep. I don't know what to do. Thing thing is upstairs, calling my name, saying she has something for me. If I to make it out here, and I will update. But for now, I have to find a way to get out of here. The end. <laughs>
1: all right well i don't know what we want to do one of the comments
3: is uh is she hot (laughs) she's not your sister anymore so maybe you can sneak away after she's banging her brains out
2: all right this is uh on the creepy pasta staff training wiki uh one guy two spoons oh god oh no no
0: please no Um,
2: it is in the category of weird, what the fuck is this shit? Pasta trying to be good when it sucks enough to be a troll, and also gay shit. That's it? No, no. those are the categories. <laughs> like the, the That's towns, That's the story. No, that <laughs> tagged. All right. I'm writing this because I couldn't find anyone else <laughs> to share fun. it with. We all know what shock sites are, right? They're filled with pornography and shit. Sometimes a shock site isn't always like Some of them are even filled with gore. Pretty messed up if you ask me. There are a few examples of gore-filled shock sites like one lunatic, one ice pick, one mayor, one jar, and three guys, one hammer. But this one takes the cake. When I was searching for shock sites to write about for my skill project, I stumbled upon a very strange name. That name is One Guy, Two spins. I thought it would be another porn site about a guy shoving spoons into his anus, but it wasn't. More (laughs) more disgusting than any porn you'll ever see. Instead, it's a video of a man literally popping his eyeballs off of two spoons. I got so scared after watching it. When my mom called me in for dinner, she set up three spoons on our table. I didn't Uh even to take my own eyeballs off of those spoons. I attempted to do it, but then I figured out once I do that, I'll regret it and never grow another eyeball again. He saw me do it, but thank God he stopped me. I was hesitating so much that I couldn't stop breathing. He asked me what the heck was wrong with me. I just replied by saying nothing. Why the fuck did I watch that for? Now I'm done for. I told everyone at school about the video, but they all laughed at me. It's like they never heard of the internet. That's when something caught my eye. I don't mean that literally. There were police cars driving into the parking lots. A lot of officers were running into the playground. I followed them to see what's going on. They were staring at a corpse of a 10-year-old girl, both of her eyeballs missing and blood coming down from her eyes' sockets. Then I saw two bloody spoons next to her. Was she a one-guy-two-spoons victim? I think so. Please, for your own sake. You see a link that leads to one-guy-two-spoons. You're not clicking it. Since I did, I am now traumatized. Oh, I think okay. I'll go to the kitchen to grab some spoons hmm. now. But if you want to click it,
0: credit <laughs> your yeah. Mario. And then it Whoa. says in parentheses
2: <laughs> it just porn hub my uh grand flint 56 bruh i've seen original and there's blood please kill me someone else said please for the love of god tell me this is a joke a (laughs) user says what side did you watch it on i want (laughs) and then he replied to himself in december or it, maybe a fandom user is just the default name or something. But someone replied, "There's one on Live Gore, bro." <laughs> Live Gore. Um, I've got another uh, Kirby one. Kirby's Deadland.
3: Kirby's Deadlands. All right. I don't. I, what does Geronimo I
0: have? I've got. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've got right. a sort of short one. All right. Yeah. Go. For this it. one is called. Uh, Push this button to release monsters. Uh, Let's see if that has an author. Okay. Written by Brian Berta. Okay. Okay, here we we go. I like exploring abandoned places at night with my friends. It's a funny and creepy hobby to do. We take flashlights and video cameras with us. And we usually spend at least an hour inside the abandoned place we enter. We sometimes make different dares, such as leaving one of us alone in a dark room, or handcuffing one of us in the basement for a little bit. However, after what happened last night, I can safely say that I'm never going to set foot in one again. Me and five other people decided to investigate a three-storied abandoned office building. It was more decayed than most of the buildings we explored before. All the paint was peeled off, and we could see rotten concrete everywhere. How does concrete rot? That... I'm not sure that's a thing. How the fuck anyway. does concrete rot? Yeah, that's not... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> also, the floor was rotten as well. After walking up to the third story, we discovered a small box with a red button on it. It read, push this button to release monsters. On the back, it said that if you press it, monsters will start appearing. However, if you push it again, the monsters disappear. We laughed at it. One of us thought it was a joke, so he pushed it. We then left the button on the third floor and continued exploring. Suddenly, we heard tons of footsteps below us. We were shocked by it. We thought that other people might be here as well but there were at least several dozen footsteps on stairs. One of us said jokingly, it's probably the monsters. (laughs) We laughed a bit. Then, one of us moved by the staircase and said in an exaggerated tone, "I I can see them. He was laughing a bit. We all laughed as well. The six of us were having a great time making fun of the button. Suddenly, the person who was by the stairs looked back. Down, only for his eyes to get huge, he looked terrified of something. Suddenly, a red tentacle grabbed him and pulled him down. We could only hear him screaming for help as the monster tore him apart. We ran to the staircase, only to see dozens of giant red monsters with sharp teeth and claws and tentacles protruding out from their bodies. (laughs) That's like the most basic monster description. (laughs) We looked, big teeth. we looked at our friend again only to see was. that he was torn into several pieces. Suddenly, the monsters noticed us. So they started chasing us. We ran across the third floor. Eventually, we discovered a metal door still in good condition. We ran inside and locked the door. The monsters banged on it for a little while until they settled down. We were all freaked out at that point. Suddenly, I remembered the button I looked through the keyhole to see a monster carrying it to the second floor one of us looked out the window to see all the monsters locking the doors preventing us from escaping eventually we decided to use a piece of rope inside that room which was conveniently there to rappel (laughs) down the side of the building we tied one end of it to a pole in the room which was conveniently there and threw the rest of it down the building It was just long enough to reach the bottom, conveniently. We decided to go down one at a time. One of us went first. He was ascending really fast. When he got to the second floor, however, a tentacle popped out of the concrete and pulled him through. His blood squirted out... Wait. Yeah, squirted out of the hole, and it was pulled into. We all started freaking out again. We then decided that we need to find the button somehow. We assumed that it, that it would most likely be on the first floor. We took one final look out of the keyhole before sneaking out. We all looked behind us to make sure that none of the monsters were following us. When we got to the staircase, however, we noticed that there were several monsters on the ceiling. We ran for the staircase, oh. but a monster grabbed one of us with its tentacles and pulled him up. It was, ripped him, it was ripping him apart. The three of us ran to the second floor and locked the door by the staircase to prevent them from going down here. We then started running for the first floor when suddenly several monsters started chasing us. We were running as fast as we could, but they were catching up to us very quickly. When we got to the staircase, we started closing the door when suddenly a monster grabbed one of our legs and started pulling him out. The two of us tried hanging on to him, But the monster wouldn't let go. We then heard flesh getting torn off and his bones snapping one after the other. He was screaming in pain. Suddenly, a monster stabbed him in the head with one of his tentacles, killing him. As soon as we dropped him, he was pulled in. We quickly locked the door behind us. Now, we were on the first floor. We were looking desperately around for the button when suddenly, we noticed the ladder. Loading down, leading down to the basement. We ran up to it and decided that it must be down there. We walked down it, but we could hardly see anything. Most of our flashlights didn't work that much as well. Suddenly, we heard several musters climbing down the sides of the ladder. We moved faster. Eventually, the hallway we walked across led us into a giant room. There was a stone table in the corner of it with a button on it. Suddenly, a tentacle grabbed the guy I was with and tore him in half. I bolted for the table as I ran. Several more monsters were running out of the other entrances. I had to make it there before they did. I could now feel the tentacles trying to grab my feet. I ran faster. Eventually, I arrived at the stone table as I reached for the button. A monster grabbed my wrist. I felt several tentacles wrap around my body, slowly pulling me away from the table. I tried to use my other hand to push the button, but I couldn't reach it. Then I grabbed one of our flashlights, which was incredibly bright. I pointed at the monster behind me and turned it on, shining it directly in their eyes. They didn't let go, but I got them to loosen up just enough for me to reach the table again. They tried grabbing me one last time, but before they were able to do so, I hit the button. Right as I pushed it, all the monsters disappeared. I walked out of the basement to find that the front door was now unlocked. I then left the house and ran back to my house. Nobody knew that we were with each other as we could sneak off at night without ever telling everyone. For that reason, I didn't get in trouble. However, I've been haunted by this experience my entire life. I will never forget this night. That's it. By Brian Brian (laughs) Berda.
3: That was like some goosebumps stuff, man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was crazy. R.L. Stein really popped off on that one. Damn. I didn't think I was going to have
2: to play that loop for that long. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And then I just I, had I to noticed, keep going. I
0: noticed like way too early that you were like, ah, <laughs> I was like, ah, there's a little white, quite a bit left. No, it was, it was funny though. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We, we've been going for about an hour. Um, You guys want to do another? Yeah. Or maybe...
2: oh, let me look at this uh, last one and see if it's worth it.
0: Okay. We can finish it if we want to. I think it's definitely been good enough.
2: Here we go. Yeah, Kirby's Deadland. One day Ooh. in September of 2012, my parents were at work and I was home alone. Do you remember? I decided to take out an old game, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Shit's not old. Nah, not really. For a wave of nostalgia, I popped in the disc and hit start. Now, the first thing to strike me as odd was that when the intro played, Kirby was missing and the rest of the characters did their normal animation, acting as if Kirby was there. As I reached the title screen, Kirby was still M.I.A., missing in action. I ignored it and started a new game. The beginning cutscene was normal. Everything was fine until I entered Cookie Country. As I entered the first level, the enemies looked sad and I swear that they had tears in their eyes as they died. It only got worse from there. The enemy started looking sadder and had fresh scars that bred realistic blood. As I got to the boss, I chose the fire copy ability. The color was a crimson red. As I climbed down the ladder, I screamed at what I saw. Wispy woods had glowing red eyes with blood pouring out of the eyes and mouth. Pieces of bark were torn off and the leaves were stained with blood. A text box appeared. The text box appeared and it read oozing letters. It read you you did this to me we finish here shocked (laughs) at the evil little smile on the cute pink marshmallow's face as i did a fire attack on the tree the rest of the bark was burned to ashes the smooth surface was tainted with blood he shook the leaves and those spiked enemies fell out splattered with blood they looked determined to kill kirby As I defeated Wispy, he fell over, and his roots tore out of the ground with blood to follow. Kirby did his happy dance to no music. The same repeated for the rest of the areas, especially the morbid-looking bosses. Landia was the worst. Its eyes were black sockets with tears streaming from them. Blood stained its whole body. Kirby. I shall not let you. Let him do what? (laughs) As I entered the second phase of the battle, I heard a <laughs> from the speakers. It started, I stared horrified as they left their makeshift body to decay as organs and blood soon fell out. It took only a few second blows to f- defeat it. No, it's, sorry. It took only a few blows to defeat it. The screen cut to black. It didn't get scared because it happens all the time. I thought it would stay like that after a few minutes of waiting. I was about to shut off the Wii when something popped up. I shrieked. Kirby had an eerie grin with blood staining his vein like teeth. The arms of Waddle Dee were stitched to his body. The legs of King Dedede and the wings of King of Meta Knight were stitched too. A text box appeared that read in the red oozing letters YOU'RE NEXT By the way, the your is spelled like possessive your I-O-U-R <laughs> Okay, continuing. I screamed again as I heard a distorted laugh the intro came with Kirby missing and morbid characters. The warp star is also stained with blood. The title read in the same text, Kirby's Deadland. As my parents walked through the door, I ran and hugged them, tears streaming down my face. Since then, I was never able to play that game. So far, the anniversary game has been going well, but I refuse to do the dreamland part. Uh. At the end it says, there's a little footnote, real things that happen. As you should all know by now, I made this all up. The only true part is that my teeth...
0: Oh, thank sometimes. god. This
2: was my first creepypasta, so I hope you enjoyed.
3: Wow, way to ruin... Okay. glass not real? Yeah. But way to ruin the experience, man.
0: <laughs> like, I was immersed. Man. That took me out. is are diverse... <laughs> first thing
3: you just get sucked into it man
0: (laughs) but yeah this has been I think uh the scattered afterthoughts Halloween creepy bad creepypasta special and uh I don't think it could have gone any better frankly
3: any worse or
0: any worse that's true as well but uh yeah, uh, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, music by Joshua, by the way, and uh, I don't know what we can expect next. A Christmas special, perhaps. We've done those in the past. I mean, we have Thanksgiving, we're gonna talk about all the things we're thankful Thanksgiving, that's true. I'm thankful for Corbin's fat out. dick. I'll <laughs> be very long, but it's very fat. I will, I will promise <laughs>
2: Christmas. <laughs> we can i mean if we manage to pull this off somehow
0: yeah yeah yeah. that's true to be let's be transparent we recorded this on october the 30th <laughs> i literally so, drama. i thought you were about to say let's be
2: transphobic i don't know why i thought you're no, no no i was no, like no no no, no oh, please don't let's do that don't do that um also <laughs> uh while we're on that topic earlier when i said retarded i promise i was uh shit i said it i was just quoting the the comment i'm sorry I, I know like i don't like yeah. dude
0: hey, you, you are were just you're, yeah,
3: you yeah you're no i mean off. dude you are um mentally illist,
2: bro oh my man. god
0: no i mean oh funny, but, but genuinely
2: like yeah yeah
0: uh, but yeah word. anyway that's it for the halloween special of scattered for thoughts we'll see you next episode uh or if not we'll see you for the thanksgiving mm. special question mark anyway We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening and bye. Bye.